Hello and welcome to Dear Franny, the podcast of uncommon conversations about love. I'm your host, Francesca Hoagie. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you taking the time to do so. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. If you are returning, welcome back. I'm so happy to have you here regardless. And as you might already know, each week for the remainder of 2021, I am discussing a different topic related to your dating journey. And this week, I'm talking all about dating self-care. Dating self-care. This is not a concept that I hear talked about very often, if at all. I'm sure I've heard it talked about sometime, but it's hard to remember because usually this is how people approach dating, in my experience, in my opinion, which is it's expected to be hard. It's expected to be exhausting. It's expected to be an unpleasant thing that you have to endure in order to get to the relationship. It's a necessary evil is how I see many people approaching dating. And the thing is that there certainly is a way to go about dating where it is going to be hard and it is going to be a struggle and it is going to feel like a necessary evil. But those of you who are familiar with me know that I am all about dating with intention. And dating with intention is all about slowing things down, being very clear on what it is that you are looking for in terms of the relationship that you want to have, in terms of how you are going about finding that relationship, right? In terms of who you are giving your energy and your attention to on your journey, because that's everything. Because if you are looking for a committed relationship, and yet you are continually attracted to and attracting people who are very non-committal, it's going to be difficult, right? So dating with intention is all about taking a step back and making sure that your actions in dating are aligned with your actual goals and what you want to achieve, right? In terms of the relationship that you want to have. This is not an episode all about dating with intention because that's a whole other topic. And by the way, dating with intention, what it means and how to do it is one of the topics that I covered in the True Love Society recently, um, one of our masterclasses. So I want to give a shout out to the truelovesociety.com, which is my membership community for single women. And I do monthly masterclasses in that community. The last one was on this topic of dating with intention. There is a recording of that. Um, there's replays of all of the masterclasses, all the Q and A's, all the workshops that we do within that community. So if you are interested in checking that out, please do the truelovesociety.com. Membership is $25 a month. It includes access to everything and you can cancel at any time. So I want to give you that resource to go deeper into the topic of dating with intention. But for this episode, I want to specifically focus on dating self-care, which is part of dating with intention. The harder dating feels, the more it's going to stress you out. And the more stressful that dating is for you, the more difficult it is for you to feel confident that you can actually find the love that you want, that that's available to you, the more difficult it will feel to stay motivated in dating, and the more likely it will be that you will settle. You will settle for a relationship that is not based in mutual respect, emotional and physical intimacy, emotional and physical safety, joy, and commitment. It's going to be hard for you to hold that standard for yourself if the process of dating just feels like, oh my God, this is so hard and I'm never going to meet anyone. And by the way, I know that feeling because I have been there. One of the biggest gifts that I kind of stumbled upon during my dating journey when I was still single was to recognize, oh, wait a second, I, I don't like going on dates after work in the middle of the week. This is a very small example. But when I realized that, I was like, you know what? When I go to 
a date after work. First of all, I'm kind of rushing, right? I'm always rushing. Back in those days, back when I was a lawyer, which is what I used to be, I used to have long work days, and but I wanted to date and I wanted to meet someone. So I was dating actively for many years while I was practicing law. And I recognized like, yeah, it's stressful for me to show up on a date after work, after a long day of work. It's stressful for me to show up on a date knowing that I have to get up early in the morning. You know, half the time while I'm sitting there on the date, I'm thinking about, oh my God, I have to get up so early. I'm going to be so tired, even when I was having a good time. So that is not conducive to being present on a date, to showing up as your best self, to showing up with an open heart, ready for connection. If you have the distraction of, oh my God, I'm tired, or oh my God, I can't believe how early I have to get up in the morning, or oh my God, what time is it? And da da da, right? So I stumbled onto recognizing, okay, wait, I've got to make some rules for myself, right? I'm not going to go on dates on Tuesday nights, Wednesday nights, Thursday nights anymore. It's just tiring to me. So I'm going to keep my dates to the weekends, maybe a Friday, right? After work, because that, you know, kind of excited Friday after work, maybe I'll do that. But I knew that I wanted to focus on the weekends. I knew that I wanted to make sure that I was being realistic about, okay, I can be there on time and it won't be a rush, right? Because that's another thing you say yes to, okay, sure. I can do that. And then you're rushing and then you're texting. I'm running late. I don't want to do any of that anymore. All that did was make me feel really frazzled and added to the stress of dating. So I want you to start with asking yourself when it comes to dating, if you are actively dating right now, how are you doing it, right? When, how, where, and how does that feel for you? Are you feeling overwhelmed? Are you feeling like this is a good pace? Is it stressful? How can you start to be more strategic? Because when it comes to self-care, this is all about asking yourself two questions, okay? This is self-care in general, but specifically dating self-care. I want you to ask yourself two questions. Number one is, how do I want to feel? How do I want to feel when I go on a date? How do I want to feel when I show up on a date? Even if that date doesn't turn out you know, to be the love of your life, because they're not all going to be, that's okay. Dating is a process. It is a sorting process. However, how do you want to feel? So just start to ask yourself, hmm, okay, knowing what your goals are, what mental state, emotional state is going to be the most conducive for you to show up and on a date and to achieve those goals, right? So do you want to feel confident? Do you want to feel sexy? Do you want to feel relaxed? Do you want to feel very deep in your self-worth, which is what we talked about on last week's or two weeks ago, two episodes ago of the podcast. If you missed that, check it out. How to feel more worthy, how to feel more self-worth, super, super important. So you want to just be honest with yourself and check in, okay, well, how do I want to feel? That's the first question. And then the second question is, what action or actions can I take to support myself in feeling this way. So I wanna give you some ideas here in terms of these actions. So I gave you a very practical example of how I realized how I wanted to date in terms of when I wanted to go on dates. But I also want you to think about boundaries, right? What are you saying yes to that might feel like, oh my God, I don't really wanna do that, but I wanna be agreeable, right? What are you saying no to that actually might be something that maybe is a little bit out of your comfort zone? For instance, I hear this all the time, from people who they are used to dating in a way where it's like, oh yeah, okay, sure, let's meet, let's have a drink. How about this bar? You know, and it's very kind of casual back and forth. 
And then occasionally they'll meet someone who's like, hi, I'd like to take you out. Are you free next week? How about Thursday or Friday? I can make a reservation. What type of cuisine do you want? And they're very proactive and very intentional about planning the date. And I hear this all the time. This freaks people out. They're like, oh my God, they're making a reservation and it's a first date and I don't know, and this is too much and I don't think I can do that. And I just want you to take a step back, right? And just again, think about how are the choices that you're making in dating in alignment with what your goals are in dating. So it might be that if you know that when people actually are showing up with a lot of presence and intention, that actually kind of freaks you out, right? You're like, oh, I get a little nervous. It feels like pressure. And I'm like, oh, wait, am I really ready for this, right? Very normal fears. And if you are actually ready for a relationship, it's important for you to understand that I actually need to date the people who are putting in that effort, right? I need to date the people who are being that intentional. Maybe going back to the self-care and going back to the questions that I want you to ask yourself. So in terms of what action or actions can you take to support yourself in feeling more confident or feeling more worthy or feeling more brave to be more open-hearted to someone who is showing up in an open-hearted way? for instance, then maybe the actions are, I need to say no to the people who aren't that. Maybe the actions are, I need to be very intentional. If you're on a dating app and you see that somebody is expressing their desire for a relationship that sounds awful a lot like what you're looking for, maybe the action is, wow, even though it might feel scary, I'm going to reach out to that person or I'm going to respond to that message or I'm going to swipe right or what have you. So I really want you to be that practical, right? When you're thinking about this, this is not some theoretical lofty thing. What are the actions or actions? A lot of the times saying no is really what needs to happen. A lot of the times it's not a matter of adding new actions, but it is a matter of taking some things away that no longer serve you. But also I want you to expand your vision because maybe you say, you know what? What would make me feel really amazing going on a date is if I could have a bath and I could listen to some music and I could have a good workout earlier that day. And I just feel like, yeah, I'm taking good care of myself. I'm feeling strong and connected to my body. And that's how I want to feel when I go on a date. Amazing. How might that change your dating experience if you actually showed up on a date feeling that way? How would that change your actual dating experience if you had a pre-date routine? And this is another thing I want you to think about, right? In terms of how you want to feel and what's going to support you in feeling that way. Maybe you need that pre-date routine. Maybe you need to take a bath or you need to turn on your favorite song and dance, or you need to meditate, or you need to journal or whatever it is, or you need to call your best friend and get a pep talk. I mean, whatever it is that you need, like I want you to be honest with yourself and I want you to get that support because you deserve it, right? So what would make you feel good before a date? What make you feel good on a date, right? How do you want to debrief after a date? I really recommend after a date, that you take a few moments and you say, okay, well, what did I like about this person? You know, what maybe wasn't connecting? I want you to give yourself credit for anything that you've done that is out of your comfort zone, right? If you're like, wow, I was actually really vulnerable and they asked me what I was looking for. I didn't kind of hedge like I used to. I actually told them what I'm looking for. That's amazing. I want you to celebrate that. The more you can identify and celebrate those wins, the more confidence you're going to feel in the dating process. And I also want you to be very intentional about how can you start to celebrate, right? How can you start to bring that intention even when it didn't work out? Even if you're never going to see that person again, maybe a good practice and a good exercise for you for the time being is to find three things to be grateful for about every date that you went on even if you never see that person again, even if it's now I know that I'm not interested in dating someone 
who X, Y, Z, right? Now I know maybe the lesson is very small example. Actually, no, this is a big example, but it doesn't have to be this dramatic in your, in your experience. But it's example is I, I dated a guy for about six months when I was 29 years old who stood me up on my 30th birthday, stood me up in a restaurant, the whole thing. Okay. And even though <laughs> that was not a pleasant experience being stood up on your birthday, being stood up at any time, it would not be pleasant. Though that's actually the only time it's ever happened to me. It happened in very dramatic fashion. But when that happened, obviously things are not going to work out with that guy because I never spoke to him again. He did call, by the way, for those who are wondering, wait, what happened? He did call me again months later out of the blue, like nothing ever happened. Anyway, no, I did not speak to him. No, I never saw him again. Oh, actually I did run into him once, but other than that, I did not ever see him again (laughs) on purpose. But in that case, I said, you know what? I had to be honest with myself and say, you know what? I dated somebody for six months who I actually didn't really like that much. And I actually, my intuition was telling me this is not the person for me, but I was forcing myself to date him anyway. So the lesson that I got out of that was I'm never going to ignore my intuition that's saying there's something about this guy that just isn't right. I couldn't put my finger on it. So I ignored it. But then in the end, I said, you know what? This is a lesson for me, right? And by taking the lesson from that, not taking it as, oh my God, love is terrible or dating is terrible. I'm never going to find love. Woe is me. And you know, this terrible thing has happened to me. I took it as this is a lesson for me to be more mindful of when my intuition is saying there's something about this person that isn't connecting. And by the way, I had other evidence that there was other things not connecting about this person, but I kept on talking myself out of what I knew in my heart and talking myself into what I thought I should be doing. I thought I should just be liking this guy and wanting to date this guy because he had all these qualities that I was looking for. He checked a lot of boxes, but he didn't check major, major boxes, right? So even when a date doesn't turn out well, how can you start to learn from that experience and what can you be grateful for from that experience? Because if you're practicing flirting and you went on a date and you practice flirting, even if you never see that person again, I want you to give yourself credit for the fact that you practice flirting, right? And by giving yourself that credit, you give yourself more confidence. A few more questions that I want to give you that might be helpful to you as you develop your own dating self-care. So I already asked you what would make me feel good before a date, right? And also what do you want to do What do you want your debrief process to be afterwards? Do you know what your deal breakers are? Or you don't know, get clear on what those deal breakers are. You know, what stresses you out the most about dating? What excites you the most about dating, right? What would be the most fun thing about dating that you can imagine, right? Because maybe you're not experiencing it right now, but that's something that you want to start to experience. You want to start experiencing more fun or more play or more joy. Maybe that's how you want to feel, right? If you're deciding, I want to feel more joyful. I want to feel more playful as I date. Excellent. I love that goal. How can you start to go about doing that? That's what you got to do right now is to start to be a little bit of a detective in your own life to figure that out. Also really paying attention again, how are you dating, right? The when, the how, the where. Are you good at keeping and maintaining boundaries, right? In terms of communication with people during dating, or do you feel overwhelmed by communication? One really big thing, I really want to mention this, in terms of your dating self-care, please pay attention to how you are communicating with people. Because if you're meeting people online, maybe, and you know, and now the pattern is, you meet someone online and then you spend two weeks madly messaging each other back and forth. And then you finally meet and you're like, oh, mm, this isn't going to work. I want you to see that and to learn from that and to say, you know what? I'm not going to message people 
incessantly before we go on a first date because it can create this false sense of intimacy and knowing someone who you don't actually know yet, right? When you're texting with somebody, you know, you're getting to know some details about them. It's not necessarily a reflection of who they actually are, right? Their actual character, their actual personality, and what your connection will be when you actually are face-to-face. So paying attention to that, paying attention to the communication, paying attention to those boundaries. Also, and this is the last thing that I want to mention here, is I want you to make sure that you are checking in with yourself and giving yourself breaks as needed. One thing that I see people doing all the time is they are feeling really burnt out about dating, but they keep pushing through because they just want to meet someone. And they're like, I don't, I just got to keep going. I keep going. Let me tell you something. And this is, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. If you can resonate with that, what I actually want you to do right now is take a break. That break might be a week. That break might be a month. The the taking a break might literally just be you take two days off, off the apps and you're like, I'm not going to swipe for two days, right? And maybe part of your dating self-care routine is that you do what I used to do when I was online, which is basically I would choose one to two days a week where those were the days where I was doing the majority of my searching online. And the rest of the week was just about maintaining whatever communications you know, that I might've started, right? So if I matched with somebody and we started talking, then the rest of the week, I would just be like, okay, let me see how this is going, right? Versus, okay, I'm just going to keep swiping, swiping, swiping every day because I knew that for me, that was overwhelming. So again, this is about you. This is about you knowing what works for you, what's going to support you and feeling the way that you want to feel in your dating journey. Because the more you're able to feel that way, the more you're able to set yourself up to win, the easier dating is going to be, the more fun you're going to have, the more connection, the more flow. And obviously, it's going to be a lot easier when you are in that state to meet a really great person, a really great partner, whether you are looking for someone for the rest of your life or you're just looking to date some great people right now or somewhere in between. That is all available to you. And I really want you to feel empowered here to know that dating is not just this thing outside of yourself that's happening to you, but you actually get to have agency here. You actually get to create the experience for yourself that you want. It doesn't mean that you get the outcome that you want every single time. That's not the point. The point is you setting yourself up so that even if there are highs and lows in your dating journey, and maybe there won't be, it could be really smooth sailing from here on out, by the way. But even if there are highs and lows, it's you have the tools and the resiliency within yourself and you know that you are worthy of having an easy time with dating and how can you make it easier for yourself is really what I want you to focus on, that ease, that flow, that joy. And if you do all those things, I promise you dating will, will, will get easier and more successful. So I hope that this has been helpful and I would love to hear from you. So if you do find this valuable, if you're like, okay, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to answer these questions. I'm going to start thinking about this dating self-care plan for myself. If you find this valuable and if you sit down and you do that work and you come up with something, you're like, okay, this feels good. Please share with me. I would love to hear it. I am at Dear Franny everywhere. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter. You can, of course, find me on Clubhouse. You probably know that already, (laughs) at Dear Franny. But I would love to hear from you because it really, it makes me feel great when I know that people are connecting and people are actually putting into practice these tools that I'm sharing with you because this isn't just random advice. Just like, oh yeah, I would love for you to really actually 
take the time to do this because it really, really will make dating easier for you, particularly if it feels really hard right now. Let's make it feel better, okay? Let's make it feel better. The sooner it feels better, the easier it's gonna be, the more successful you will be in dating. So would love to hear from you on that. Please stay in touch. As I said, I'm at Dear Franny everywhere. And I am also gonna invite you again to check out thetruelovesociety.com for those of you who are interested in joining that membership community, incredible women who are all on their dating journey and supporting each other throughout that process. And I, of course, am there to support you all within that community. And you can also join the True Love Society on Clubhouse, which is totally free. The membership community is $25 a month. Clubhouse is totally free. So you don't get as much in-depth coaching on Clubhouse, but you still get a lot of value. And I would love for you to join us for Manifestation Mondays and for True Love Tuesdays, all at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern time. That's here in the U.S. And that is every week and for the foreseeable future. So please join us there. And for those of you who are finding value from this podcast, I would really appreciate it if you shared it with a friend who you think that would also find it enjoyable and valuable. And if you've taken the time to review the podcast, to rate the podcast, to subscribe to the podcast, to already share the podcast with a friend or on social, I so appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And if you haven't taken the time to do that, I would so love if you did. That is how you can support this podcast. And I would very much appreciate you doing so. Thank you so much for listening. Wherever you are in the world, I appreciate you. And I want you to have the love that I know is available to you and promise you that by being more intentional about your dating self-care, you will be setting yourself up to win in love. And that is what I want you to do. That is what you deserve. And I hope that you are safe, that you are well. And I hope that you check us out next week for a brand new episode of Dear Franny Podcast. Until then, take care. Goodbye.